five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. There we go. Okay, here we go. Riders, the lone wolves of the great highway. All they need is a bike and a full tank of gas. Their only friend, the open road. I have friends. <laughs> well, he may have friends, but he rides alone. That's Jeremy right there. We're literally riding together. He gets touchy when you talk about his lack of friends. Can you help me out here? No matter why you ride, Progressive has you covered with protection starting at $79 a year. Well, we're new friends. Oh, you can't see that. I got to scroll down the captions. This says, well, we're new friends. <laughs> I love Progressive ads. So, you know, you're going to have to deal with that. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, and this is, and so Progressive takes a line of thinking that, you know, all the other motorcycle ads show a lone rider on, uh, on roads with the leaves flying in the fall or something, which of course is like the most dangerous time to ride a motorcycle. Cause if you hit a patch of leaves, you might as well be on ice. But anyway, that said, you know, and then they, Say, maybe he's got no friends. That's why he wants to ride a motorcycle. I want to ride my motorcycle. But anyway, let's get to the real news. Okay, so we got some real news. And we're going to go fast because we got Ritson coming up. Okay, first of all, Google, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube have banned Russian media stuff. Um, And I don't know anything about the Ukraine or Russia or what's going on. I saw some some supposed news from some, you know, some crazy places that said that Russia was in there to uh, to take out the 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 pharmaceutical labs uh, that were funded by the United States to to create gain of function. Of course, we know that Wuhan was had no connection with covid and oh, and then we found out it did. And then we found out it was funded by NIH. And then we found out that it was doing gain of function, according to Ron Paul, Senator Ron Paul. You know, I'm not I watched the hearings. So anyway, now, of course, it was denied that there were any labs there first. Now it's admitted that there are now that was denied that there was any U.S. funding. Oh, now it's admitted. Yes, it was. But no gain of function. Well, we'll see how that comes out. But my take is. When people have been lying to me for literally years and they ban somebody because they don't want dialogue, eh, it's a little bit of a red flag. You can decide what you want on all the media, but that's kind of a clue. Okay, here's a cute little deal. Prudential Insurance launches, and here's a question for everybody. Maybe we can start a trend. Let's get rid of the word code after QR. We're going to save five characters. We know what a QR is. Is there any other use of the term QR besides QR code? I don't think so. Not that I can think of. And I'm a pretty well-read guy. So let's just call it a QR. That's what it is. A QR. Right there. Okay, so they put out this cute little calendar and you can scan it and you can get health information. And I mean, one of the things I like, front and center. You know, they added a little color, which I'm okay with. I don't like when it's hidden. Because people get it now. They know what that is. So it's worked into the graphics. I think that's a wonderful idea here. It's you know, worked into the plate. There it's worked into a pillow. But don't hide it in your picture because then you got to download a special app. And nobody does. Okay, here's an interesting story. 
in the UK, they're banning gamma buta, <laughs> whatever, GBL and BDO, which sounds like an ad agency. <coughs> so, um, they've these are solvents, and they said that they're used in cleaning fluid, and they're somehow distilled from the cleaning fluid and used to get high. Okay, I remember when you could still buy airplane dope and paint your air, model airplanes with it. Uh, and then they took that away and airplane glue and they took that away and, you know, but anyway, apparently this solvent is, these solvents are used in, uh, industrial inks, printing inks, and, and most importantly in inkjet inks. And, uh, we know that inkjet inks are some of the most expensive fluids on earth because we buy them for our little inkjet printers. <laughs> but anyway, in the U S, um, and you know, the government, thought that only 70 only 70 companies would be affected but it turns out at least 4000 not including colleges schools and government offices and fashion houses and oh by the way if you're trying to distill this solvent out of out of ink it would cost you $5000 to to buy it per ounce or some or per liter uh, oh, this is 50 liters. Okay, so 50 liters costs $5,000 of the ink, whereas it only costs $250 of the cleaning fluid. So uh, 20 times more for ink. It's not practical to make it into illicit drugs. So give us an exemption. And three cheers for the USA. The United States uh, says if the chemical mixture contains less than 70% GBL by weight, uh, then it's exempt from the regulatory uh, regulatory <laughs> uh, rules. Anyway, and so, you know, get it together, UK. Okay, brand might, this is for Mark Ritson. I always like Mark Ritson, and this one was a especially fun article. Okay, so there's this, there's this app called Wordle, and apparently you use it to guess board pizza human. Uh, you... <laughs> And, you know, somehow you have to put these words together. I've never played it, but uh, the guy who invented it um, sold it to, oh, okay, so here. Here's a set of words, evade, stool, major, stink, and colon. I'm always trying to figure out where Ritson's going with this stuff. And then here's a second one, frame, pause, skill, aroma, and dodge. Compare the two word lists. Which do you think is more complex, arcane, or tougher to guess? And I guess the second. And a significant group of people believe that the second list is much tougher than the first. I did not think that the words were that tough. But so Wordle was sold by Josh Wardle, which is kind of cool. He's got almost the same last name as his game to the New York Times for low seven-figure sum. Players noticed that the daily word was becoming more erudite, you know, more, more difficult, let's just say difficult, more obscure, more elliptical, whatever. Uh, and so somebody posted, ever since the New York Times bought Wordle, words, words are getting harder. Uh, what is swill and tacit? You know, and so I took a, a convenience poll, and my wife said liquor bad liquor and i said well that's because that's not really where it came from it came from the 
the the slop that you give to pigs and some liquor is compared uh, in a positive correlation to that um i have some liquor that i prefer that's been compared to stuff like that anyway and tacit so he gave tacit approval it means that uh you know it was obvious what was going on and it like tactile it's it's probably the same word anyway but the truth is that the new york times that Wardle preloaded many years of words into the system long ago, and the new owner of the game has not done nothing to make those harder. In fact, they make them a little bit easier, right? So the Times removed Agora, you know, which is like agoraphobia, the marketplace, you know, the Roman Agora, right? Anyway, agoraphobia. I think it may be the, it, I think it's originally Greek. Um, yes, Greek, that would be. Right. The, the Athenian Agora. Anyway, confirmation bias might explain some of the reason because people think the New York Times is hoity-toity over on the East Coast and everything, you know, and they've always had that crossword puzzle. But there's some other effects of this. OK. Uh, and, <laughs> and this is a lot of fun. OK. So some presence of a brand adds a decidedly rosy tint to the eyewear. In other words, we see, you know, Kant, if you if you've read, you know, if you've read a uh, critique of pure reason, he he talks about the perceptions, you know, you don't see like when you look at the top of this coffee cup, let's just say, looking at the top, just the top, and you I ask you what 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 shape is that top? And everybody would say that's a circle. Well, yes, it actually is a circle. But what is, but what do you actually see? Oh, I forgot to hit the, the PDF button. I've been doing all this without you seeing my nifty highlights. You can get the highlighted versions every day by going to WDMA.org. And you can also listen to a podcast version every day posted on WDMA.org. I'm not sure... Google picked it up for a while. I'm not sure if anybody's listening. If you're listening to the podcast thing, then, you know, give me a shout out. But I do record it if you want to listen to podcasts. I I do some, but I'm not regular about it. And I don't have an RSS feed linked up, but I could. If you, I'd do it just for one person. Anyway, so we see, we perceive the the reality of the world through filters. Our eyes do an incredible job of and it's actually done by the eye in many cases of filtering the reality of the world so when you look at the top of the coffee cup your mind reads circle you've seen coffee cups before but what you're seeing and look carefully now is an ellipse you almost never see a circle the only way you could see a circle is if you looked at that coffee cup straight from the top but you don't okay so when he was um he he remembered a, a brand manager coming to my his MBA London Business School uh, in the early noughties. I didn't know what this was, but it, it's the noughts. It's the zeros. Okay, so it's the it's right after the the year 2000. Okay, and a whole raft of customer data proving without any doubt uh, any doubt that Virgin's home phone network was superior to its con, con, competitors on attributes like signal quality, clarity and call reliability. The network enjoyed a double-digit superiority over T-Mobile. 
okay? No surprise, Virgin does great work, sometimes great stuff. Okay, the funny part was that Virgin had no physical mobile network and it rented it from T-Mobile. <laughs> Meaning that any perceived product superiority could only be explained by Virgin's brand strength. So their br brand strength gave mobile cell strength. How about that? I think that's the coolest thing ever, right? And you know, I remember asking, asking uh, Eric Goodwill, the owner of, uh, of <laughs> Bullock and Jones, you know, pulling these names out is not easy <laughs> on demand because I wasn't thinking about Eric. Uh, anyway, so I asked Eric, what was the difference between the $600 Versace golf shirt and the $25 Land's End golf shirt? And he said, about $575. <laughs> but if you can, if it makes you play better, it's worth it. I have a new Ping driver, you know, a senior version of the Bubba Watson driver. And, ah, oh, I hit that just whoosh. Right, you don't want to play against me. I play from the forward tees and I cheat, but I really like that driver. It's a genuine ping. Normally, I buy my drivers uh, either discarded drivers at the driving range I get free, or maybe the $35 one from the bin at, at Walmart. Anyway, so absolutely, I can hit that ping driver much better. Okay, so the good becomes great and the bad becomes understandable. It's it's wonderful. When your Mac crashes, you say, oh, that's odd. <laughs> when your PC crashes, you say, oh, dang, that Bill Gates. I hate me. I hate IBM. All right. IBM hasn't been involved forever. <laughs> you just say, I hate Windows. Right. And and <laughs> we'll get to that. So when he taught at bad business schools, the bad professors were told that they were bad. But when he taught at great business schools, the bad professors... <laughs> We're, de we're described as saying they must be so smart and knowledgeable that they clearly struggle to explain their knowledge to people at such a low level. <laughs> so here's a, he actually had a BBC show for a while, Mark did apparently, at 9.30 a.m. on a weekday. And uh, <coughs> he and his producer had a fun episode. He said they, they, they would go to a bar, a busy North, North London bar, and they would ask, would you drink any beer other than your beloved brand? And everybody said, no, I only drink this kind of beer. Could you identify that beer? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so the, <laughs> they were taken upstairs and there were three, this is all like live TV, there are three pints of beer marked A, B, and C, and they tasted each one, and then they'd say, that's it, and they'd point to pint B. <laughs> and up would come the Carling logo. I think Carling is a Canadian beer. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. <laughs> Pretty sure. And then they'd say, would you like a second chance? Okay. Then they'd take pint C, and the Carling logo would come up again. And <laughs> then they'd say, well... This is it for sure. How could I be so foolish? They drink the third one and say, yes, that's definitely it. And it was also the Carling beer. <laughs> there was no chance to win, which is great. I love that. And uh, the truth was that all beer at most pubs tasted pretty much the same. I've always said that. We did a blind taste test at the frat 
that I was associated with. I never was in it. <laughs> By the time I found out that frats weren't weren't going to beat me up when I walked down the street. That's what I was told by one of my roommates in the dorms. If if you go down that street, the frat boys will beat you up. So, okay, but by the time I got a lot of frat friends in my junior year, I was already so popular on campus that there was nothing they had to offer me. But, you know, I could come to their parties. Now they've been banned from UW-Madison. <laughs> so if you know anything about the history of UW-Madison, you'll know which frat that was. But <clears throat> anyway, we had blind taste test. Uh, Pabst came out with Erlinger beer. And so it was it was like... In those days, you know, a case of beer. Huber beer for, built, made in Monroe, Wisconsin, was like two bucks for 24, you know. And then the Pabst was like two bucks for six. So it was twice the price. Blind taste test. Everybody preferred Huber beer. Learned a good lesson there. <clears throat> but, you know, if you're committed to Erlinger, then you're going to pretty much like that taste test. Uh, so he... So he he mentions professors Gavin Grenane, Fitzsimmons, and Tanya Charbrand. I shouldn't try to pronounce these. Uh, they they gave students a test on visual acuity, but one set of students had the IBM logo on the test, and one had the Apple logo prominently featured. And the, then they then they asked them to come up with creative solutions to a product. And the ones exposed to Apple had more creative solutions compared to the uninspiring logo of IBM. So Mark's point is, is that brand influences your perception of the world and, it imp and you make brand choices about yourself. So I was thinking about the Versace story. I generally buy Lenovo computers. I run Ubuntu to avoid Windows. I have a Rolex. This one isn't, but it looks just like a Submariner. It's a real nice watch. I like it. And, you know, I can change the oil on my lawnmower in it, whereas I don't wear my Lexus for that. I drive, um, I mean, in my Rolex, I drive a Lexus. My wife has a Lexus. I have Ray-Ban sunglasses that I wear all the time. I had some Giorgio Armani's that I, the world did look better in the Giorgio Armani's. I left them in a rent car and... New Jersey, and that was that. Uh, when I first started working as a consultant, I worked at, down at Amico Oil uh, in Chicago in the big Amico building, and I decided that I needed to feel better about myself. And so I told my wife I wanted a Mont Blanc fountain pen. And I now have about five or six Mont Blancs. Uh, you know, when I was at Land's End, I had the Mont Blanc in my pocket, and I... And all of a sudden, I felt something out of place under my suit coat, and I had put the fountain pen open down into my pocket and had this huge, big, you never forget a meeting like that. So a couple, I've had a few of those incidents, and then I decided that maybe I shouldn't be traveling with my Mont Blanc uh, fountain pen. I now have a rollerball and a ballpoint. I travel with the ballpoint. It does, it does elevate your, your uh, writing. So anyway, it works on me, and I'm one of the least brand conscious people, although this is a land's end, and this is a land's end fleece. Ooh, nice. Anyway, <laughs> so even me, you know, even, it affects even me. 
Uh, have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.